You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. This Bells in the Battery episode was originally released March 21st, 2006. I went on the internet to find me a podcast. Nothing intellectual, cause my brain it ain't too fast. Males in the back free Episode 21 You don't have to think too much Heck, this don't even rhyme Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 21 of Bells in the Bat Free. I'm John Bell, your genial host. We're going to try something a little different this time. I'm going to try and go straight through the episode without stopping, without interruption, just straight through real time and see if that works. Um, first of all, I have to make sure that I don't get interrupted. So uh, let me find out what's going on around the office. Arnie, yes. Arnie, are you available? Could you come in here, please, for just a second? Okay, yes. Hi, Arnie. What's going on? Oh, that's too much. Just work on my latest invention. And what invention is this, Arnie? It's a latent sound vibration transmogrifier. A latent sound vibration... what? Transmogrifier. Slower. Transmogrifier. Transmogrifier. I see. Okay, and what does that do? Well, what it does, it takes sound vibrations from the air and recreates them in their original form. I'm not sure I follow. Well, let's say that you said something a couple of minutes ago. Okay. Well, the sound vibrations are still bouncing around in the air, even though you can't hear them because you're not my transmogrifier. Right. So it picks up these sound vibrations and reconstitutes them into the actual original sound. So you can actually pick up, record, and play back sound that has already happened? Now you got it! Okay, let's say, well, a few minutes ago I was introducing the show. Can you recreate that with your transmogrifth thing thing? Sure, no problem, Mr. Elon here. Set it for just a few minutes ago. And let's just give a listen. We're going to try something a little different this time. I'm going to try and go straight through the interruption without episode stopping, without just straight time through um, real... Arnie, Arnie, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh, this is interesting, like, Arnie. Uh, but I noticed that a couple of the words are out of order there. Well, yeah, that's because some vibrations uh, bounce off the walls at different rates of speed. But uh, I'm working on it. Okay. I'm working on it, Mr. Fine, Bell. fine. You go and perfect your invention, Arnie. Okay. Uh, you go do that and keep busy, okay? Okay. Fine. All right. Uh, Ms. Schmackelheimer... Are you out here, Miss Schmackelheimer? This is Miss Schmackelheimer, Miss Sadie, Sadie Schmackelheimer. Schmackelheimer. Yes, I just wanted to kill any chance of distraction, so I wanted to check with you right now, Miss Schmackelheimer. Uh-huh. If I'm interrupted in the body of the show, I'll dump the whole thing and start over. I mean, it's hard sometimes to see the forest for the trees. Uh-huh. In conclusion, I'll finally want a root beer. Uh-huh. If that idiot at the snack bar can get off his duff long enough to pour one. What's his name again? Uh, oh, yeah, Hugh. Anyway, I'm going to start working on the show now. Uh-huh. Good luck with that. Okay, that's two potential distractions down. The only one left is Brad. And I think he's out making sales calls. I've got his cell phone number here. Let me dial him up. Hold on. This is one time I know he hasn't snuck off to play golf, because I notice his golf clubs are in uh, Ms. Schmackelheimer's office right behind her desk. Let me see if I can get a hold of him. Worth. You always get your money's worth with Montworth. How can I sell you something? Brad, this is John Bell. 
Who? Your boss, the bells in the bat free. Oh, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, what's going on? Well, I've been making some sales calls, and I'm heading back to the office now to fill out my report. Oh, great. Did you sell a lot of commercials for the podcast? Well, no. Did you sell uh, some commercials for the podcast? No. Did you sell one commercial for the podcast? No. Do you have any good news? <laughs> yes, Mr. Bell, I have great news. Fine, what is it? I saved a bunch of money on my car insurance by switching Brad, to... don't you start I that. I with... kidding. All I right. just kidding. The really good news is I didn't get shot at once today. Well, that's encouraging, yes, I suppose. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, come on to the station and... Uh... Oh, by the way, Brad, I noticed your golf clubs are uh, behind Ms. Schmackelheimer's desk. Oh, yes, I left them there. Would you mind if I used them? I'd like to, you know, maybe try to take a few swings. Oh, certainly. Give it a try. Okay, thank you. Uh, see you in a few minutes, Brad. Remember, with Brad Mottworth, you always get your money... Now, with all my potential distractions having been taken care of, I would like to take this time to have a discussion of the ramifications, the philosophical ramifications, of the influence of internet podcasting in the society that... in the society that... What in the world is going on out in the lobby? Oh, my. I, um, guess I'd better check. Uh, Miss Schmackelheimer? Miss Schmack... Oh, my gosh! Hey, Timmy, give me a what happened here. I, I, I don't believe it. I, I just walked in there, and everything was covered in blood, and Miss Schmackelheimer was gone. I, I, I've never seen anything quite like it. I... Officer, we'll take over here. We're CSI. Who are you? Who? You. Who? You. I really want to know. Who are you? Who? You. Who? You. Oh, we're CSI. We're from the neighboring town. So you're... CSI Poduck. Show us the crime scene. All right, it's right here in the lobby. Dang, what's all that red stuff? Uh, it's blood. Now, let's not jump to conclusions. I need to do a scientific test on oh, okay. it. Hey, Mabel, that stuff on the wall, is it red? Uh -huh. Is it oozy? Uh -huh. Dang! It's blood. That's your scientific... And what are these here metal things on the floor look like some sort of clubs? Those are clubs. You seem to know a lot about well, them. Well, they're golf clubs. Any fool can see that. You calling me a fool, son? No, I don't think things I have to. Things ain't going I... too well for you, boy. I just kind of sit there and be quiet for a minute while I do my investigation. Okay. We may have found us the murder weapon. You mean the golf clubs? Oh, I was thinking of this here piece of paper. She may have gotten a real nasty paper cup, and now that you mention it, these here golf clubs could be the murder weapon. So you're going to check for Prince? Don't need to. He's in the car, ain't he? Here, Prince. Here, boy. <laughs> No, 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 that's not what, what I oh, meant Prince, at get all. back in the car, boy. He can get in and out of the car? Well, he should. He's my driver. <laughs> well, speaking of driver, shouldn't you check these golf clubs for Prince? Here, Prince, here, boy. Fingerprints. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, Mabel, look at them clubs. Okay. They got fingerprints on them. Uh -huh. Hold out your hand, boy. Okay. You got fingerprints? Of course I've got fingerprints. Fuck him, Dano. I'll see you in court. What? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. This court is now in session. The Honorable James Stallwood presiding. Please be seated. Oh, well, thank, 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 thank you, Bailiff. And uh, let's um, let's um, let's let's uh, get started here. Um, uh, what's what's the uh, what's the first case? Case two one seven three four nine HP. All of civilized humanity voices John Bell. Well, is the uh, the, the, the prosecutor ready? Oh boy, are we ready? This is gonna be a piece of cake. Set them up, knock them down. May as well build a gallery. Is in the back of the courtroom. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, well, boy. Is a um, the defense uh, ready? That would be you.
Oh, oh, that's me. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. I'm the uh, court-appointed attorney. I just graduated law school. This is my first case, sir. So uh, I'm kind of excited. Uh, Your Honor, could I have another lawyer? No. Okay. Uh, prosecution. Uh, well, you, you, you'll go first. I'd like to call it a stand. Uh, Brad Montway. Oh, Brad Montway, take the stand. <laughs> what did I win? What did I win? Hi, hi. <laughs> you just want to tell the truth, the whole truth, and not the truth. Pokey on the eye, say what? What? Be seen it. Okay. Mr. Montworth, what is your position? with the company. Vertical? How long have you held this position? Since I learned to walk. Do you recognize these golf clubs? Yes, they're mine. I recognize the dings. You mean pings? No, dings. I whack them against trees quite often. At the time of the murder, what were you doing? Um, not murdering anybody. Did you talk to Mr. Bell on your cell? Well? Tell! Oh, hell. Swell. What did Mr. Bell tell you during that conversation? Well, he told me he wanted to borrow my clubs. He, he wanted to take a few swings. Did he say what he wanted to take a few swings at? Well, no, not specifically. So it could have been at Miss Schmeckelheimer's head, is that true? Oh, Mr. Bell, how could you have done it? <laughs> I have no FOIA questions for this witness. You mean witness? You heard what I said. Oh. Well, 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 does the defense wish to question uh, this, this, this witness? Uh, witness? That's you. Oh, oh, uh, yes, Your Honor, I don't. Well, why don't you ask him any questions? Well, I wasn't really listening to him. Well, well, Mr. Modworth, you can well, stand down and uh, the uh, prosecution can call the next, uh, well, uh, the witness. I call Annie Cunchpod to the stand. Annie Cunchpod, please take the stand. Will Annie Cunchpod please take the stand? I'm already in the stand right here, see? How'd you do Mr. That? Cunchpod, on the day in question of the heinous murder... What kind of invention did you come up with? Oh, you heard about my invention. This is so exciting. I love it when people hear about my inventions. It's a latent vibration transmogrifier. What? Transmogrifier. Trans what? It turns all vibrations into sound. Ah, so you're saying that if you turn your machine on, you can recover things that were said hours even days or weeks ago? Oh, yes, 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 yes. It works great. I love this invention. I'm like, first of all, this one. Could you play back what John Bell said the moment before Miss Schmeckelheimer disappeared? You mean before she was heinously murdered? Arnie! Oh, sorry about that. Yes, I can. I just need to turn it on like this and set the setting for that day and that particular time and it'll pick up those vibrations and translate them into sound. It's working. Listen, listen, listen. Schmackelheimer, Miss Sadie I just want to kill you right now, Miss Schmackelheimer. I'll dump the body in the forest. I'll finally beer it off you. You heard it, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. He said that he wanted to kill Miss Schmackelheimer, dump her body in the forest, and that he would finally be rid of her. Aren't you going to object? Object? Why? Because that machine is not accurate. It changes the order of the words. That isn't what I said. Sure, sounded like you saying it that. It isn't what I said. It changed the order of the... Just object. Okay, um, I object. On what grounds? Coffee. I spilled some on my seat. Can someone clean this up, please? Ask Arnie about how accurate the recordings are. Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, Mr. Crunchpot. Crunchpot. Mr. Crunchpot. Crunch. Just call me Arnie. Arnie. Yes. Uh, would you say that these recordings that you get from latent vibrations were 100% accurate and admissible in a court of law? Yes. I did everything I could, Mr. Bell. I'm sorry. Your Honor, this evidence quite obviously points to the fact that... All right. You got me. I did it.
I did it and I'm glad. The corporation was squeezing me out. So I crashed their retirement fund. I got Louie out of the slammer. I stole the Mexican jumping beans and I put the kibosh on the Jenkins triplets. And I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for those mentally kids. <laughs> Mr. Bell is guilty. Your witness. He's not my witness. He's screwing up my case. I think it's time for our surprise witness. Surprise witness? You know, the surprise witness, the character witness. Oh, 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 oh your honor, I'd like to bring a character to the stand. Oh, I don't believe this. I'd like to call Ed Harriet to the stand. Calling Ed Harriet to the stand, please. Oh, I hope this works. You swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so I hope you pinky swear. The whole truth? Yes, indeed. Absolutely. State your name, please. My name is Harriet Worthington Smythe. Smythe? I thought... Yes, it, it was Harriet Swampbottom. Well, I'm afraid... If you didn't mention the name for which I am the most famous... Um... Ms. Porcine, of course. Uh, can you please tell us of the character of, uh, Mr. Bell? Oh, my. John is the most gentle, nerdy, milk-toasty man you'd ever want to meet. He wouldn't hurt a fly. He can't even beat an egg, for heaven's sakes. Um, Aunt Harriet. He never would pick a fight or even defend himself. Now, wait just Much a... less defend the honor of his very generous and self-effacing aunt. Oh, boy. Why, he even cringes when he sees me walking. No, I don't. Look at him now. See? Cringing. Well, maybe a little... That's all he's capable of doing. But... Tell me how on earth could that innocent boy ever kill anyone while cringing? Um... John. Yes, ma'am. Straighten up this instant. Yes, ma'am. The incompetence of the DA is a disgrace. Wait until I contact your superiors. Do you maintain this image of your nephew even with the evidence that has been shown that he's guilty? Well, he's always seemed a little off. <laughs> Look at him there. Doesn't he seem a little off to you? Uh, he consistently disregards my advice, my words of wisdom, my guidance. But, uh, John, yes. straighten up this instant. Yes, ma'am. I admit I've never felt safe around him. He's threatened me on numerous occasions. I yes, he has. I... He hates his whole staff, you know. What? He thinks they make fun of him behind his back. Well, as a matter of fact, they do make fun of him behind his back. They do? But a stable, rational person. John Bell certainly is not. I blame myself. I should have seen this coming. Oh. Percy warned me about him. Oh. I didn't listen. Um, no further questions, Your Honor. Your Honor, I object. Well, well, what, what do you object to? The defense lawyer's doing my job for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that, 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 that's a good one. All right, it's time for summations now. We'll, 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 we'll start with the, uh, the prosecutor. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury... <laughs> you know what to vote. Okay, I'm done. And now the defense. Um, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, despite the eloquent words of the prosecutor, you must look deep into your hearts and decide that my client is guilt not is guilty. Gu is is not, not guilty guilty no. um of of doing this heinous, horrible, terrible, nasty, rotten they get the point murder. Oh. Thank you. You did a great job there. Great job. I got a good feeling about this. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you can now be taken to the jury room to confer on your verdict. It's not necessary, Your Honor. We took a vote quite a while ago. It was unanimous. We've been playing with our Game Boys ever since. He's guilty. Oh, well, in that case, uh, ladies and gentlemen, have you reached it? Oh, you just said. Okay. Um, in that case, I uh, sentence you, Mr. Bell, uh, to fry. What? Now. What? And would you like me to be walking with you down the last mile, me boy? Yeah, yeah, I guess so, Padre. Then let's go down the last mile. Um, 
Padre? Yes, me boy. How far is it to the electric chair? It's a mile. Weren't you listening to me? Oh. We would better pick up the pace. This could take all day. Alrighty. Let's go, boys. This is quite a workout. I didn't complain. It's good for your heart. Uh-huh. And here we are. Oh, thank heavens. Master Bell, please sit right chair in this chair, please. Alrighty. Please put your hand in here. Okay. And your other hand in here. Alrighty. Are we comfy now? Yeah. Uh, when do you attach the electrodes? No, we don't have no fancy electrodes or nothing. It's uh-huh. not in the budget. So we put this toaster. It's got a short in it. Uh-huh. In your lap. And oh. Set it for well done. I see. Now by the power invested in me by the city and the state and the county and pretty much everybody, I hereby push down on this lever on the side of this toaster and... Uh, whose phone is that? (laughs) I am so embarrassed. Sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. That's my phone. Let me catch this. Hold on. Yellow. It's you! It's you! You're alive! Where have you been? I'm on vacation? On vacation? That's where you've been for the last three weeks? Yes. Where else would I be? Why didn't you tell me you were going on vacation? Did you look in the vacation drawer? Vacation drawer? Well, that's what everyone puts their vacation form. Vacation? Vac- we have a vacation drawer with vacation forms? I didn't know about this. I've been working for a year straight without any vacation at all. Um, when are you getting back? When my vacation is over. Oh, for crying out loud. Well, what happened to you? What was all the blood on the walls? Blood? When I left, there was no blood, only ketchup. Ketchup? Ketchup. How did it get on the walls? Well, I had my sandwich, and I wanted to put some ketchup on it, so I was trying to open those little packets. Uh-huh. So it, that's the noise that I heard. Miss Schmackelheimer, do you know where I am right now? How would I know this? I'm on vacation. They've strapped me into the electric chair. Electric chair? Mr. Bell, I think you need a vacation. I'll see you soon, Miss Schmackelheimer. Okay, bye-bye. 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 The story you've just heard is true. Only the facts have been changed to protect my credibility. Written, produced, and voiced by John Bell, with help from the improvisational talents of Becky Beach and Cindy Taylor. Copyright 2006 by John Bell. Ow! Hey! Come on, cut it out! Okay, who wants toast? What? Oh, oh, sorry. My bad. That's right, friends. Why are you smoking anything other than dromedary cigarettes? That's D-R-O-M-E-D-A-R-Y, dromedary cigarettes. The smoke with only one hump. Regular smokers will tell you that dromedaries are a light smoke, easy on the draw and easy on the throat. In a recent test, regular smokers smoked nothing but dromedaries for 30 days. World-famous throat specialists examined these smokers' throats and reported not one case of throat irritation caused by dromedaries. And why is that, friends? Because the tobacco in dromedary cigarettes is blended with a mixture of eucalyptus, menthol, and dextromethorphan. 
So, each cool, relaxing smoke coats your throat with the same ingredients as a cough drop. So remember, friends, dromedary cigarettes are proudly recommended by the American Medical Association. Dromedary cigarettes, the smoke with only one hump. Your doctor smokes them, and so should you. D-R-O-M-E-D-A-R-Y Are you smoking anything else?